0: What's up, what it do man, it's your boy Dead Gamer, aka Player One the Guy himself. And welcome to another episode of The Gamers Den. If this is your first time here, it's a show where I go over video game news, tech news, and a little bit of everything else. And we usually start this thing off with a thing called Level 1 News. But today is a special episode, as it is episode 100. And for a while now, for you new people here, I've been talking about doing an episode where I just completely theory craft. So so no matter how long this episode is, I'm going to get into my quote unquote conspiracy theory bag, which we call theory craft over here. That way I can get this out because this is something I always think about. And, you know, it's somewhat of an outline of what's going to be happening in the future. So for everybody that's been a listener and been listening, thank you and. Here's episode 100 in the TheoryCraft episode I've been promising you all. Episode 101, we'll be back to our regular scheduled programming. The current year is 2022, and it would seem like everything is going to shit. World War III could possibly happen. We went through a global pandemic, a recession. Shit, it's like what didn't happen. But I know what you're thinking. How did you get here? How did we get here? Where are we going? To my knowledge and understanding, I'm going to tell you. The beginning of the end. I have to take you back 19, 20 years ago to 2003. In 2003, MySpace became what most of us claim to be the first social media platform. MySpace allowed you to show some personality and have music on your page. MySpace would be the catalyst to the beginning of the end because a handful of years later, social media would evolve and transform. And so would the people. By 2009, Facebook, YouTube, and Tumblr were released and in 2010, Instagram would come out with the following year having Snapchat's release. I was in middle school and high school for the genesis of this all and saw firsthand how human behavior changed for the better and worse. All of this matters because they released a movie called The Circle, which showed just how far, good and bad, things have gotten and could be. The movie starts with another character, or with a character... May, working a temp job, her car breaking down, and having an important conversation with a childhood friend. Although it was a brief conversation, she insisted on making plans later on, and he somberly responded wanting to make those plans in person at that moment, but later on it would be. That exchange is just an example of responsibilities and how social media make people feel as if they can't miss something. In the real world, once Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram became a holy trinity of sorts, people changed. People became attached to online or offline statuses and want to know everything a person is doing. Now, I'm jumping the gun a bit, so let me slow down and line this up for you. May would eventually get an interview for a tech and or social media company and get the job as an online customer service agent and blossom from there. She attends a work event where the CEO would appear and present a new camera, a camera so small you could stick it on the wall and no one would see it. Is connected to a satellite, so the camera provides a live stream and real-time data of real life to a server. This can be a representation of no privacy, as the world, tech, and social media has proved. Ever since the social media Holy Trinity has been released, privacy has virtually become no more. Applications want access to your location, phone number, and some even want your social security number. This would also be shown to full capacity in the movie when May is prompted to create and connect to the company's social media pages. This is only the tip of the iceberg. May basically gets forced to do anything in this movie due to the one engaging doing just that, whether she's prepared for it or not. They made May drink a sensor and put a wristband on that could give her health information to the company and forced her parents on their health plan. Shortly after, the company gets into politics by partnering with a congresswoman to have all her phone calls, emails, and everything she does public so that people can believe she's not corrupt. That same night at a, company May, at a company party, excuse me, May has a conversation with another employee and laughs when they tell her that they're working on a project that will alert parents when their children are not where they're supposed to be and this works by implanting chips into children's bones. In the real world, billionaire Elon Musk was reported to want brain chips in humans by 2022 and reported in 2018, a company had up to 80 people with microchips injected into their hand. This type of technology is not new, but the application of getting microchips put into your body is new. This is where the movie starts to get scary. The viewer and character May learns the true intentions of the company. They want to know, control and monetize Everything from the breathing patterns of a person to phone calls and social media posts. This is currently happening in the real world and has been since 2009. The social media algorithms know what you like or throws a dart somewhere close to it and promotes things to you it thinks you want to buy. May stole a kayak and almost drowned but thanks to the cameras I talked about earlier, someone was watching and were able to call the authorities to save her. From that situation, she would be manipulated into wearing the, that same camera 24 7 and live stream every moment of her life. In the real world today, people live stream on various platforms, sharing moments of their lives in real time, and some do stream 24 hours a day. By the time this movie came out, it has been considered normal if someone streams, so that action isn't alarming. But what I'm going to play for you next is.
1: Here's how many were eligible to vote. And here's how many Americans are registered in the circle. And there's that So now we get down to the meat of today's session, something we've discussed with Congresswoman Santos and others. What if your circle profile automatically registered you to vote? With true you, in order to set up a profile. You have to be a real person with a real address, the complete personal info, real uh, social security number, with all the information that the government wants when you register to vote. So why wouldn't the state consider you already registered when you open a Circle account? There's no reason. Uh, We've got verbal commitments from governors of almost every state. They've agreed to push for legislation that would make your circle account, an automatic path to voter registration. I think it's a great idea. Well, yes, May.
2: Why couldn't we take it one step further? I mean, I... I don't have it completely figured out yet.
1: No, 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 go on, go on, go on, go on. You started really well there. I like those words one step further. It's how the company was built.
2: Okay. Working backwards from your goal. Go on. We all agree 100% participation is what we'd like. 100% participation is the ideal.
1: That's the idealist's ideal, yes.
2: And we already have 83% of voting age Americans registered to the Circle. Yep. And it seems we're on our way to users being able to register it and maybe actually vote through their Circle account.
1: Well, that's a small leap, but yes, okay, go on.
2: Why not require every voting age citizen to have a Circle account? <laughs>
1: okay. Let her finish, let her finish. Okay, I
2: know the initial reaction will be a resistance. I mean, how can we require anyone to use our services? But there are all kinds of things that are mandatory for citizens of this country. We
1: have to pay taxes we don't wanna pay, and we have to pay for social security. We have to serve on juries.
2: Right, we have to pee indoors, not on the street.
1: We do, we do have to pee indoors.
2: (laughs) I mean, we have thousands of laws. We require citizens to do hundreds of things, but we don't require them to vote. They're already doing this in dozens of countries. With the technology we already have, users will already be registered. That means you have 241 million voters eligible to vote. You have 241 million voters that have to vote. You have the full will of the nation. And how exactly do we do that?
1: Annie. Well, you know, it could be something as Simple as zing, hey Annie, remember to take five minutes and vote, that's what we would do with our own surveys. You know that, but May, what about stragglers?
2: We all pay taxes, and what, 80% of us did that online last year? Why not stop duplicating services? Why not just make it all part of one unified system? You could pay your taxes, vote, pay your parking ticket, all through your Circle account. We'd save users hundreds of hours of inconvenience. We'd save the government billions.
1: Hundreds of billions. We could eliminate half of it overnight.
2: Why wouldn't the government just build a similar service? Why the hell's not they need us? It would cost too much. They don't have the expertise. We already have the infrastructure.
1: You're absolutely right. The government, needs us more
3: than we need them
2: imagine having the full will of the people instantly you'd have true democracy for the first time in human history
0: in the real world it hasn't gotten that bad but the potential is there imagine paying for most of your livelihood through facebook twitter Instagram, or even TikTok. Scary. What's scarier is the function of soul search. In the movie, they come up with a program called Soul Search that can find anyone with or without a Circle account. Showcasing this technology eventually led to the death of May's friend as he was ran off a bridge in his truck to Doom. The movie ends with the power hungry and corrupt being exposed. In real life, this this has been acknowledged, redundantly, as only a few people in comparison to the masses create their own platform. The truth here is that trying to bring down these establishments will bear no fruit. This was the beginning of the end and the domino to start it all. For a long time, I always thought which movie was going to be our outcome since they're comfortable showing us what could and is coming, then it hit me. Not which, but when, as in a timeline. Yeah, we had the Matrix movie series that released in the early 2000s, but that was to throw people off. The timeline goes as this. The Circle. Ready Player One. iRobot. The Matrix. The 100. These movies and TV shows depict to a degree how humans will live their lives from here on out. The transition into the Ready Player One era of life is currently happening. Web 3. Metaverse, cryptocurrency, virtual reality, holograms, digital avatars are things that are becoming the template of how and who humans are going to be. Now, I'm not going to break down every movie like I did The Circle, but I am going to connect this for you so that if anything close to what I've said happens, you will know. It's all fun and games. Ready Player One. Ready Player One is a good movie. I like it, but there's a big problem with it. The economy. The Oasis in Ready Player One is a virtual world, but it's not normal. When I say normal, currently we have virtual reality gear that lets us access games and virtual places, and now the metaverse. The metaverse is a hypothetical iteration of the internet as a single, universal, and immersive virtual world that is facilitated by the use of virtual reality and augmented reality headsets. That's the textbook definition. In simpler terms, it's a virtual world you can access via the virtual reality gear required. Oasis is essentially the metaverse, but it's tied into its economy. There's a few scenes that show just how deep this technology and virtual world are embedded in the lives of the people. Early on in the movie, the main character, Wade Watts, goes to his aunt's place. She's arguing with her husband or her boyfriend about having money for bills because he, he bet the money for it on a race in lot that he lost in the Oasis. He blamed his loss on Wade's gear, claiming it was malfunctioning. Wade responds snarkily and in return the man punches him in the face. This is a small and quick scene in the movie but impactful. Another scene is when Wade completed the first challenge in the Oasis. He orders an upgraded VR set and is delivered to his place. This purchase was made with the in-game currency he won when he completed the challenge. If you pay close attention to the background of the movie, you see homeless people with virtual reality gear on. What kind of economy exists to where you could be homeless and also own a VR set? At one point in the movie, you see people living in a warehouse, sleeping in tents, but somehow have VR stations set up. Currently, the world is transitioning and inflation is happening. It's a recession. The price of goods and services are going up. The cost of rent and mortgages are going up. People are quitting and losing jobs. It's looking bad. Once the transition to the Ready Player One era is complete, its economy will be here as well. Another reference to this would be Old Arcadia and New Arcadia from Final Fantasy XII. Rise of the Machines iRobot The Matrix Bad times don't last forever. They just wait to happen. I just came up with that at some point after the ready player one era we'll be living in harmony with robots now when where and even if is something that i can't specifically point out but i know will happen i robot star will smith as the lead actor and his character is skeptical of all robots in this movie it's normal to have a robot companion in comparison to a pet but your dog or can't can't run back home to get something important you left behind in the real world We've been living with robots for a while now, but not within concerning thought. poo was a robot dog released as a toy for children in the year 2000 and discontinued by the year 2002. Funny enough, the iRobot Corporation released the Roomba, which is, a, which is a floor vacuuming robot in 2002. Yes, the company's name is seriously iRobot and they've been creating and releasing robots since the 1990s. Fast forward to 2022, and we have Elon Musk showcasing a robot called Optimus at Tesla AI Day. In 2021, Boston Dynamics, an engineering and robotic design company, uploaded a video to YouTube of their humanoid robots completing an obstacle course and even doing a backflip. In the iRobot movie, these completed and fully functional robots became a threat and was controlled by one sentient program except for one robot that developed into its own identity. At the end of the movie, the world would be saved, but some robots still remained alive and there was never an iRobot 2. Or was there? In chronological order, The Matrix came out before iRobot, but it wouldn't make sense if humans immediately became inferior to robots and also it would ruin the timeline. The Matrix era will come after the iRobot era and almost be identical to the franchise itself. Now, I don't think humans will be underground or fighting tentacle robots, but going against robots and software will happen. At some point, we will regain control and set things straight. This is it for the Matrix era, and I know it's short, and it's short because the movie has more symbolism in it than real-world comparisons outside the red and blue pill. In current times, the red and blue pill are being used to describe mating and relationship ideals. Alternate Ending This is where things get tricky because you would think the Matrix would be the end, but it's not. Whatever the state of life is by a certain point would would determine one of the outcomes of life. The 100 is a TV show about humans who lived in space because the Earth got nuked by a defunct AI program. The humans lived in space for 100 years with the plan to outlive the radiation and go back to Earth. They sent 100 teenagers to Earth to confirm it was livable and the show continues on. Now the show ends with the main group from the show being the only survivors in the last of the human race. They were actually given a second chance by divine beings after being convinced by a fallen friend. But it came with the catch of no procreation. That's one ending that could be possible. At some point they start traveling to different planets and realize humans have spread throughout the universe. That could be an open ending ending, which personally doesn't sound bad. Elon Musk has been reported to want to get humans living on the planet Mars by 2050. Finally, the last outcome is living in space in cryostasis. In the 100, they put themselves into cryosleep and a plan to wake up at a livable planet now that they had no home. This could be the final ending as no planet outside of Earth is habitable outside of Earth in the solar system. Nuclear war could force us off the planet and relocate to one of the many Earth-like planets They found via many satellites and rovers out of NASA. Now, there's another show that presents a outcome that could also be possible and it could lead us into the 100. This show, I believe, is called a revolution. And the basis of this show is that. There is no electricity anywhere on the planet. And for 15 plus years, everybody lived without electricity. So life essentially reverted back to. Swords, bows and arrows, poison darts, growing food organically, things like that. That could also be an outcome and an ending. And what will happen as it did in the show was sections of the country become guarded off. So the South will become its own nation and land. The West Coast becomes its own nation and land. The Midwest and part of the East Coast becomes its own nation and land. But somehow, let the show depict it, Texas stays Texas. And you can only imagine the the war, the fight, and the plight that comes with that. So that's theory crafting, man. That's that's my theory of where we're going and what we're going to do based off what they decided to show us and were comfortable showing us. I know a lot of people are going to think, man, you are seriously cracked out in the head and you need to go outside and touch some grass. You need to do do something with your life. Jesus. And I understand and I know I get it. I get it. But uh, no, nah, man, I'm, I'm perfectly fine. I'm not a diagnosed, cracked out person. None of that. I'm perfectly fine. You know what I'm saying? I do what I do. And, you know, I'm I'm a sober person. I just have a very proactive mind. And I like to take the reality for what it is. Plus, I'm the guy myself. So why wouldn't I know these things? There's new information popping out every day that could support and that could even be fit into this episode. But then this episode would be too long. All of this would be too long. So maybe... A part two will happen. Maybe every, one, maybe every 100 episodes, we'll continue on and add on to the theory craft. Maybe, maybe not. But know this stay prepared because anything is possible. I'm going to leave you guys with Lil Wayne and Alan Cuba's song, Cameras. I'll catch you next time. Gone.
3: Uh, I'ma go stupid on this P.I.B. I'm in Miami. I'm in the water. Bad bitch booty hanging off of the jet ski. I turned the camera to a Ferrari before I fucked. The bitch stop playing with a rich nigga. She say she ticklish. She get a clit tickle. Make her pussy lips giggle. Figure this shit out at a young age. Tell her I'm unfazed. Put you on the front page. I got niggas that'll take you out for 1K. One thing for sure, two things for certainly. You pussy niggas be irking me. That's why I get higher than Mercury. She only take her mask off when she slurping me. Uh, yeah jump in that water view you ain't with the swimming, on open your mind if you ain't at the dentist, don't shoot at the grind and complain about missing I'm smoking that loud, but the Drake will be whispering I got a silencer on it. You just have Put a bug in your ear, the size of a hornet Grind from the morning till the next morning Lay the money down and have sex on it Yeah, fuck a broke nigga, flex on him Brand new cocaine, never stepped on him Ball like real game, nigga, that's ballin' All her nice things, nigga, I spotted. him Bust down white, thing, looking like tartar All this rose on, looking like a garden, nigga Yeah, Jordan, nigga Keep that timing with me like I'm Martin, nigga I ain't spittin', I'm barfin', nigga I ain't lit it, I'm arson, nigga Whoa. She want the lights and the cameras, but they wouldn't all the action. Whoa. She love the lights and the cameras, she wants it aggressive, not passive. Whoa. I flew out from Atlanta, oh my little yeah. baby a savage. Whoa. It's going down with a mezzo. She threw it back like a classic. I can't get caught up in passion. E- Turn my regrets into ashes. E- I put A, B in a casket. E- been running this shit, no Patrick. E- Look, I ain't in need of no passes. She been on gas, and we ain't the same. No, We ain't going match it. Never been average, walking in sex. Uh, I'ma go stupid on this P, I I'm in Miami, I'm in the water, bad bitch boot hanging off the jet ski I turned the camera to a Ferrari before I fuck Whoa, I turned the camera to a Ferrari before I fuck Bitch, stop playing with a rich nigga Want the lights and the cameras, but they wasn't bought all the action Whoa. She love the lights and the cameras, she wants it aggressive, not passive Whoa. I flew out from Atlanta, O'Malley, oh, oh, I'm baby a savage Whoa. It's going down with the B's she threw it back like a classic I can't get caught up in passion, turn my regrets into ashes I put A.B. in the casket, been running this shit, no Patrick Look, I ain't in need of no passes, she been on gas So we ain't the same, no, we ain't gon' match it Never been average, walking in sex oh. I'ma go stupid on this PFB. Yo,